Welcome to Is It My Time? This is for the person asking, is it too late to make a difference? Too late to make a change? Up to this point, a major part of your identity has been as John's wife, or Sarah's mom, or even that go-to person at work, the one you can get a job or a task to and they'll get it done, in the job description or not. But something's happened and there is now some time or space in your daily life. Time that allows you to hear that voice you've kept quiet, staying busy with everyone and everything else. The voice is asking, is this all there is? Is it too late to do something else? Be something else? Is there more to me or this life? We will answer those questions and more, but first we have to build a firm foundation. That is necessary to support anything you wish to build or establish. The most solid foundation out there is one built on truth, God's truth. He created you, He gifted you, and He has plans for you. Absorbing God's word and love for you will help establish that solid foundation. Grounding yourself in your identity in Christ will make you formidable and capable of achieving anything. Hey folks, I'm so glad you're back. Today we're going to discuss more resources for getting God's Word inside. A couple of listeners have recommended the YouVersion Bible app. It's free. You can pick which translation you would like to use. It can send you a scripture each morning. It can read the scriptures to you. It even has different Bible studies that you can do either alone or with friends. It's really full of options for a free app. Before we talk other resources, I'd like to share again why I think listening and reading God's Word and other faith-based material is so important. I was married and divorced young. As a young single parent, I read a lot in my spare time. But what was I reading? Romance novels. And I don't have anything against them. Reading for entertainment, they're a good option. But I was reading them to fill a void. To wish for the right man to enter my life. For my happily ever after. If it could happen for them, why not me? That wasn't healthy. In my 30s, as being single continued, but my work life was progressing into more and more responsibility, I switched to novels with strong female leads. Detectives, forensic scientists... They were highly competent and respected, but their personal lives suffered. Sound familiar? The romantic partners they chose were problematic or inappropriate. Again, highly familiar for me, but not good role models for living a whole life or one without the void or empty space inside. When I made the decision to return to church and be intentional in my walk of faith, I decided I would be reading scripture and faith-based material. I had spent decades reading things that didn't fulfill me. I could dedicate the same amount of time and effort in reading material that would be worthy of my investment and be for the betterment of my soul. I looked for faith-based studies. I looked for female authors and speakers. After all, we should be able to relate to one another. And good news, there are dozens of strong, faith-filled women out in the world. They write books, speak, and participate in conventions or retreats designed to build up women and strengthen their faith. These women come from all types of backgrounds, church, not church, wealthy, poor, highly educated, completed their high school education. Some also have backstories of terrible things they have overcome, but also ladies who don't have damaging backgrounds, but have fought personal battles, either with self-esteem or just lack of interest. 
you can find someone to whom you can relate and from whom you can attain something of value. Finding these women helped in many ways. They shared their personal stories. Some did studies about overcoming strongholds holding me back. They definitely authored Bible studies helping me study scripture and get something deeper out of it, but never did I feel inadequate for being gone so long from a church environment. Many of these women team together and work with or for faith-based organizations promoting Christianity and their faith. Some of these you may recognize, some you may not. One is called Proverbs 31. One Simple Seminary. Lifeway and Faith Gateway are both websites that provide access to all these studies. There's an app called First Five. It sends you a scripture with the idea of dedicating your first five minutes awake, devoting those minutes to God. If you choose to study longer or deeper, it will have lessons expounding on that same scripture. I guess what I'm suggesting to you is immersing yourself into uh, anything and everything faith-based. There used to be a school of thought or a way of teaching a foreign language called an immersion method and basically you exclusively spoke that language. You usually went to a special school and they thought the best way of learning everything there was to know about that language was just to totally immerse yourself into it and not speak anything else. It was a way of, I guess, absorbing it and getting it into your system quickly and efficiently and completely. Um, They also uh, used to do uh, culture studies that way if you wanted to learn about uh, the Egyptian culture, you immersed yourself into the country. You went there and studied about the people, the language, the the culture. I know I'm repeating myself, but um, you get the idea. If you wanted to know anything about Egypt, you studied everything Egyptian. Um, so what I'm saying here is if you want to understand scripture better or understand yourself with scripture better then you immerse yourself into uh, information and resources that will help you get that information and you may think to yourself that's well and good for you but isn't that kind of limiting and maybe in a way it is but with my testimony and track record I can tell you that it's successful It has achieved for me what I wished for it to do, which is to give me a stronger faith, give me better belief in myself. And as I've told you previously, I no longer hate myself. Um, I'm still a work in progress. I still have plenty of things to continue learning and improving, but I am a whole lot better person now than I was without this. I also have to say, if you ever truly start reading it, you're going to find that these are real-life people here, people that we can relate to, people that are just like we have in our day and time, Um, dysfunctional, emotional, um, hard-headed, stubborn, 
Uh, they are not perfect people. In fact, if you get to reading some of these stories, you're wondering if they belong on Jerry Springer or not. Um, there are pretty broken, messed up people all through the Bible. But the other thing that you get is how much redemption there is through the whole story. God is constantly redeeming his people. He is constantly finding a way to uh, give them the ability to redeem themselves. The other thing you'll see is he doesn't call the best, the brightest, the most charismatic, the strongest. He calls the average. He calls the underdog. Um, he shows or shows us that with him we are capable of achieving anything. Let's go over the highlights of just one uh, of these unlikely heroes in the Bible. If you look in the book of Judges, uh, there's a young man named Gideon. And he was young when he was called by God. Uh, he told him he was young. Um, he told God that he wasn't qualified to do what he was asking him to do because he was from one of the least of the tribes. He was the youngest of his uh, father's sons. He had any number of excuses as to why he couldn't be who God wanted him to be or was asking or to complete the task God was asking him to complete. But God uh, was patient with him. Uh, Gideon asked for signs to make sure it was him. He was given those signs. Uh, but God took him step by step until he became a courageous and empowered leader. And he did exactly what God said he would be able to do. And after he did that, he ruled for 40 years and died when he was old, according to scripture. Now, my task with this uh, podcast wasn't to give you examples of people in the Bible. Those are stories that you can find or read for yourself. My task today had been to uh, tell you about more resources, more ways of finding uh, faith-based material. And I had mentioned Proverbs 31 as one of those resources earlier in this session. And I want to just give you an example of something that if you subscribe to their services or if you read their blogs or if you uh, just accept emails from them, the kind of uplifting material that you can receive from them. This particular message was written by a Brenda Bradford Ottinger. It says, Before oxygen filled our lungs, the Lord laid out every moment of our lives according to His purpose. God hasn't simply recorded the hours we've already spent. Rather, from the second He sketched our identities to the futures we've yet to reach, He has borne witness to it all. We can confidently believe we belong anywhere he places us because the Ancient of Days, our eternal God, has made it his business to know and adore us and to tenderly record his trustworthy plans for us. May we reject the enemy's lie that we're not enough to belong, for our confidence is grounded in God's authority as we walk together with him into every space he's already prepared for us. No earthly brand of belonging can compare to the belonging we have in God. Dear friend, the God who saw you ahead of your birth, whose precious thoughts about you are greater than numbers can contain, recorded purpose for you long before your life existed in time. 
You can shed every lie of insecurity that drapes your spirit today and walk confidently in the truth that your story is already sealed in God's book. You are a woman precious to your maker and you belong where he places you for you enter with the authority of his divine script. I don't know about you, but words like that do inspire me. They do uplift me. And that is something that I am willing to read every day it comes to my email inbox. Um, So much more so than many of the other things that are emailed to me or texted to me or whatever the case may be by various worldly um, resources. Um, Something like that um, makes me believe in myself, makes me want to better myself makes me want to study more so that I too could be inspired to believe that about myself to write something like that or to help somebody else in some small way feel that way about themselves and not just feel that way about themselves but really truly believe and know how much Their God, our God, loves us all. I hope you are truly being inspired to either read or listen to the Bible for yourself, to find these stories for yourself, to look for other resources like Bible apps or blogs or web pages or speakers. Uh, They don't have to be uh, ordained ministers. There are strong people of faith walking out stories every day and sharing that with all of us. And for those of you that have shared Bible apps or scriptures over the last couple of weeks, I am truly grateful. And I hope this week is truly inspiring for you. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Next time, we'll check in and see what progress we've made. I'll share a few of my favorite scriptures, and I'd love to share any you found helpful. You can share those in a review of this podcast or over in my podcast community on Facebook. I'll drop a link in the show notes. I'll read some of those reviews or posts and share about the scriptures you've written about. Until next time, happy reading.